Voices that inspire the extended interview. I'm Scott Harrell, and I am the proud owner of Home Instead, and uh, we're celebrating uh, 24 years in Tallahassee, uh, July 1st. Congratulations. Thank you. I I mean, I think any business that can sustain that long is a good thing. Sure, absolutely. So what's it like to be a business owner in Tallahassee? Um, well, I, I tell you, it, uh, what's it like to be a business owner in Tallahassee? It's a, uh, it's a very thriving community. Uh, it's a very community-driven. Um, and I think that, you know, uh, us being here, obviously, as long as we have, has certainly helped our brand and our image. Um, you know, there's a lot of people out there that uh, need the service, that, you know, that need the help. And they look to us kind of as the, um, uh, the community senior leader. So if they have any issues or questions, you know, we may not be able to be that service that helps them, but we certainly help point them in the in the right direction. Um, and that's something that we're proud of. So I always find this interesting. You're a business owner, but you have a service that's so important to people. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that I think I called you guys when my mother was first displaying some memory issues. Like, sure. you know, you, you are a critical service in a time when people probably are feeling very vulnerable. How do you navigate that that balance of you know you have the service, but you're also a business? Yeah, I, I think you know navigating that service and, and, and business acumen is, is difficult. But I think you know uh, we always have to be honest with people and honest and upfront with them. And just if if we don't know, find the answer. But um, I think you know our many years of service and our staff, with all the experience that they've had, um, certainly puts us in a in a better spot to assist and help people with, you know, with the decision-making process. Yeah. Was it tough during the pandemic with staffing and things like that? The pandemic was very difficult. You know, we're still kind of coming out of that. We're seeing more and more individuals come back um, and at least apply for, uh, you know, care uh, jobs. But yeah, it's it was it was a difficult two and a half years. I mean, a lot of people that we trusted and depended upon, you know, decided to retire because they were scared, and um, we're finally starting to come out of that. And um, thank goodness for the clients and their families for being so understanding and you know going through vaccinations and testing and all that. So it's um, it's coming full circle again. But I think we're going to be fine in the next few months and hopefully get back to our pre pre COVID level of employment so that we can help help more people in the community. Yeah, because that's so critical. And I mean, there is an aging population that that is needing help. So it's a critical role. And especially to prevent having to put people into any kind of more formal care. Right. Yeah, I think, you know, it's important. You know, those we're looking for people that have a passion and a purpose to help. We can teach them the skill. Um, So someone with a big heart that really cares about seniors or cares about individuals, wanting to keep them in whatever setting they call home, you know, those are the people that, uh, you know, that we're trying to bring into our culture and to teach and train them. So when they go out that, you know, they're able to handle any situation, whether it be a medical emergency, you know, someone on hospice, maybe someone that has some skilled nursing coming in with therapies, you know, we want to help them be the eyes and ears and, um, you know, help them live as independently as possible. So... Scott, I got to ask you, did you ever think like when you were growing up, this is what you would be doing? Like what did, what were your, you know, like we find these jobs sometimes out of like, I never thought I'd be doing what I'm doing, but like how did, you know, what you think you were going to do and what you are doing? Right. You know, you know, growing up being in, in, involved in sports and being recruited, you know, to play baseball, college ball and, you know, um, 
you know, obviously my dream was to be a, you know, a pro baseball player, but obviously, you know, the good Lord had other plans for me. And I'll never forget, I went out to to caregive. I went to a gentleman's home and caregave and uh, gave the wife and the daughter a little bit of respite. And um, it, it changed my life. The gentleman had his faculties. He just physically had, had limitations. But an airplane would fly over and he'd know exactly who, you know, what kind of airplane it was, what kind of airplane engine. He built engines for Pratt Whitney in Pittsburgh and had moved to Tallahassee to be close to his daughter. So that that had a profound effect on me, uh, knowing, you know, how I could help. Um, and then when he um, unfortunately did uh, pass away, uh, his wife made it. Uh, she she made she said something nice about us and the company and what we did for her and for Nancy, the daughter. Um, and that's always stuck with me. So that's why I wake up every day, put my shoes on, and go to work to try to you know help help anyone and everyone that we can. Yeah, I mean, you get to meet people in this sort of interesting time of their life. You know, they're reflective. They're, they're, they know they're, you know, they're on the tail end of their life, and it, and to be able to provide them comfort and and especially their family comfort, that's important. Yeah, it really is, especially end of life care, giving whatever quality of life you know that particular client and their family has left that they enjoy it together. Um, and we're, you know, us just being a sounding board and being there to help them with any type of emotional or mental or physical needs, you know, um, you know, that's in our realm. And um, it's, it's just so gratifying. It's so gratifying. It really takes a special person, uh, a special caregiver to be able to do that. And we've been, you know, blessed for 24 years to be able to, to do that at, at such a high level. So you're a big part of the community. You 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 know you're a business owner, but you you also get involved. Like, what is your view of living in Tallahassee like? I, you know, it, it's interesting. My view is we just moved my niece up from Port St. Louis. She she started uh, summer B for Florida State and had no idea all the different things that Tallahassee offers and all the different things that our family's involved in. My wife Allison's a CPA at Thomas Hall Ferguson, but you know, we do this together. It's a, it's a joint family thing with our kids and whether it be Capital City Youth Services, whether it be, uh, you know, Big Bend Hospice or, you know, TCC Foundation or the Tallahassee Senior Center, we want to make sure that they have buy-in and they understand that there's so many different things that we can do to help people. And uh, uh, this community really cares about each other and they care about people. And, um, you know, it's we're just a small a small uh, portion of that. Where did that sense of wanting to give come from? It's funny you ask that. My grandfather uh, was was big into agriculture and 4-H. He went to the University of Florida, graduated, and um, just always gave back. Uh, he retired back in the early 80s and got his real estate license and uh, helped a lot of the college students in Baker County, McClinney, Glen St. Mary, that small area, and would give them uh, – all of his proceeds from selling real estate, he would give to them so they could go to Florida State, Florida, Jacksonville University, whatever it would be to kind of help them along their path and kind of get them out of the small city and, you know, people that couldn't afford it. And uh, just, you know, we are blessed enough to be able to give back, not just monetarily, but also our time to be, you know, to be vested to, you know, maybe taking time out to, you know, talk to that, you know, young man that maybe is having some, some issues at home. Um, and just try to make a difference that way. You, you never know what you can do. It could be the smallest thing or the biggest thing, but you know, just to have that impact on on young people is is so critical. So, tell me a little bit about your baseball career. Oh gosh, well, a proud proud graduate of uh, Leon High School, nineteen ninety six, and uh, our junior year, we, we you know we went to the state semifinals and unfortunately met a private school called Tampa Jesuit that just really 
beat up on us. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I uh, actually went and signed with uh, Gulf Coast and played one season there before uh, transferring back to uh, Tallahassee Community College and uh, ended up, you know, going there and then transferring uh, to to a four-year school. And um, it was great, you know. I, I'm, I don't necessarily miss the baseball. I miss I miss the locker room. I miss the camaraderie with the coaches and, you know, my teammates and the training staff. That uh, that bond is it's an unbreakable it's an unbreakable bond, and we and we still get together to this day. A lot of us still try to see each other at least once or twice a year. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's almost like a fraternity, so to speak. Do you like utilize lessons learned? I mean, baseball can be a cruel. It can be. My dad was a baseball coach, so you okay. know, I, I a lot of baseball lessons growing up. But you know, it's a tough sport, and there's a lot of heartbreak. Like, what do you think, you know, how do you feel that that influences you now? Yeah, I, I think baseball, you know, there's a lot of adversity and you have to be, you know, you have to persevere through it. Um, but the great thing about baseball is it's a team game. So there's no I in team. And I think that's helped me throughout my life that, you know, I can't do a lot of these things I want to do, these big, hairy, green ideas I have. I have to bring I have to bring a lot of smart people with me, smarter than me, actually, just like my staff to kind of keep me straight and keep me focused going in the right direction. Um, but I, I think it really helped me from the team aspect that, you know, you're going to have to depend upon other people to get to where you want to go. You can take yourself to a certain level, but to get to that next level and to help more people, you know, it really does take a village to uh, to be able to accomplish that. So I think that's one of the things that baseball certainly helped me with in transforming me to who I am now. So who do you root for these days? Uh, college or professional? <laughs> I hope FSU. Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, my brother Todd played at Florida State in the early '90s, and uh, so obviously we're we are huge FSU baseball people. Uh, it's unfortunate what happened with with uh, with uh, Meat or Mike Martin Jr. as people call him, but um, you know uh, that you know that aspect of it. You know, we're always going to go and we're always going to be there. And then probably more of a, a a Braves and a Devil Rays fan. You know, Braves from you know being a little kid. Um, you know, watching Dale Murphy and. Um, you know, watching, you know, Maddox and Glavin and Smoltz as a pitcher, you know, watching them, you always wanted to idolize because I could, I was more like Greg Maddox. I could kind of throw the ball where I wanted to, um, didn't, you know, didn't throw 95 miles an hour, but, you know, had a couple pitches and, and could spot real well. So, um, yeah, I would, I, w- I would definitely say the Braves when it comes to pro baseball. And they had a good year last year. Amazing year. Incredible year. Well, fingers crossed this year. I guess I, I would grew up as a Phillies fan, which is always heartbreak, but um, <laughs> my husband's a Braves fan, so I, but my dad lives with us, and he's a Phillies fan. Of course. So, and it, Eagles, as he calls it. Oh, yeah. So the two of them, between my dad and my husband, I, I keep up, and they're both FSU fans, so I, I keep up that way. That's but awesome. Anyway. That's awesome. So, you know, this series is called Voices That Inspire, so what, what keeps you inspired, Scott? What keeps you wanting to get up every day and you know I, i've you know it's interesting you said that I, I was able to i was able to contact our my last person uh, i was uh, blessed to be on the tcc scholarship committee and was able to call 15 kids and let them know that they got scholarships and just to hear their voices it, it's one of those things that you kind of take for granted but to have that impact on them on a young person um that's why we do what we do and then every day you know we're helping people you're helping someone Maybe we're not helping them with our service at home instead, but we're pointing them in the right direction and educating them on how they can find or get help in our community. And I think that's why we get up every morning to do what we do. Um, that's my why. 
I just want to have some kind of impact on on some someone every single day, um, whether it's helping someone with directions if they're lost or at Publix, you know, helping them get something off the shelf. Little things. It's not always the big things, but um, that that's my why, and and that's why you know myself and my family really love helping other people. That's great. So one of the things I like to ask is, you know, these play and a lot of most people hear these spots when they're in their car. Mm-hmm. You know, they're driving into work or they're Saturday morning, they're about to go run errands and then this spot comes on. And we get a lot of comments from the about, you know, people were touched by what somebody said. What what would you want audiences to know about you? What would you want them to today. That's Scott Harrell. He's, he's this. What, what would you want them to know? It's kind of a difficult question, know, you know, because but... for, you know, you try to stay humble and, um, you know, I just think that anytime anyone called and, you know, needed help with something or needed advice, you know, we're, I'm going to give them to the best of my knowledge. Um, I want them to say someone that, you know, cared about, you know, cared about our community and always tried to give back from, you know, voluntarily as well as monetarily. And, um, just you know, made a you know made a difference and an impact on 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 our younger generation, so that when they do get our age, that you know they feel the same kind of um, joy uh, as I do, and as our kids do, and as my wife does. Um, you know, again, that's a that's a tough question when you don't like talking about yourself. But I think you know it, anyone that's that knows me or has spoken with me as as I would like to think has had a good experience, and I has always walked away like I, you know. You know, that's a guy I could, you know, hang out with or I could, you know, have a beer with, so to speak. <laughs> and that's good because gosh knows we live in weird times right now where people are so divided. But I think when you strip away all that, we're still the same people and we still can get along no matter what our politics are. It just it just seems like that becomes the thing that comes out front. And and I you know Tallahassee is going through some of that as well, and I sure. just hope we can remember who we are as people first. You know, I I, I certainly think we will. There's a group of us that kind of get together every now and then. Uh, Tom Tom Derzapolsky from Bowstern started a group, and um, all sides of political spectrum. But you know, we have civil discourse, and we agree and we disagree. But at the end of the day, we shake hands and hug, and we're still friends. And you know, I pray that that we're able to get back to that one day where it's not everyone's so divided and, you know, maybe X, Y, Z is here and ABC is here. There's no reason we can't come together and sit down and have a, you know, have a discussion and then hug it out at the end and go, you know, go our separate ways and still be, and still be great friends. Yep. I hope so too. So Scott, thank you so much for coming in and and talking to me. I've known you for a while, but not really. So it was really fun to get to know you and what you're doing and your passion for this community and the service that you provide. So thank you so much for coming in. Well, thank you for having me. It's been an absolute joy and pleasure. And uh, you were extremely easy to talk to. And and again, yeah, we've known each other for for quite some time. So this this was a lot of fun. So thank you and thank WFSU for having me. Great. Scott Harrell here, owner of Home Instead, uh, family owned and operated since 1998.